0: everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are new around here my name is Lauren Rose and I'm the host of this podcast and uh, we do this every now and again as I like to say um, and it's been a while since I've been doing this so feels good to be back. I feel like I have something to say and I usually don't like to do this when I don't like i can contribute or there's like actual thoughtful things that i want to talk about um, because that's just kind of been life recently i kind of was on this like stagnant stretch of things coming down from highs and lows from different projects that i've been doing but also just the daily grind of having two jobs is uh pretty bleak <laughs> um yeah i've just like i've started bartending recently which is like a whole new level of craziness um not just dealing with like club level like music and all that stuff but just dealing with people and men especially and um having that all come at you at once when you're stuck behind a bar serving nasty alcohol to people but it can be fun and interesting too um but, yeah, I recently came back. I did some traveling um and the only traveling I've done in the past few years has been to like desolate ghost towns or sad like Americana pastime places, <laughs> like I was in the Badlands earlier this summer, which was um really peaceful. I think that was the last time I like made a um a podcast, but this time I was in Boston to see my sister and her kids, and then I went to New York City for a while too, to see my friends, because a lot of them moved out there, and um, I don't know, it's pretty wild. I hadn't been out there in a really long time, and it was kind of um, like a nice jolt like that I needed to kind of shake things up a bit, and um, I don't know, had a lot of reflections, so there was one artist that I actually listened to a lot while I was in New York, or there was two. I listened to the new Tyler, the Creator album, which is really good. Um, but mainly, I am in love, and I always have been with Blood Orange's work. Um, I think it's Dev Dev Hines, um, he's so amazing, and... He released an album in 2016 called Freetown Sound, I believe, and it's the most beautiful like body of work. It's so seamless together, and it tackles issues and topics from feminism to police brutality, cultural appropriation, all that stuff. And um, I just kept on listening. I think it's the first track of the album, but it's called By Ourselves, and uh, it features a poet named, um, Ashley Hayes, I believe, and she kind of is speaking about Missy Elliott and her influence on her adult life, um, or adolescent life, like, coming into womanhood, and it just struck me so much with that New York sound of the saxophones, and I, uh, I'm going to pair that song by ourselves with another one. Um, We're going to pair it with Best to You featuring Empress Of. So, yeah, let's just dive into it.
1: Woman who learned how to dance until she felt pretty. Feminism wears a throwback jersey, bamboo earrings, and a face beat for the gods. Feminism is the Brad, Missy Elliott, Lil Kim, and Angie Martinez on the Not Tonight track. Feminism says, as a woman in my arena, you are not my competition. As a woman in my arena, your light doesn't make mine any dimmer, dear Missy. I did not grow up to be you, but I did grow to be me and be in love with who this woman is. To be a woman playing a man's game and not be apologetic about any of it. If you ask me what representation is important, I will tell you that on days I don't feel pretty, I hear the sweet voice of Missy singing to me, pop that, pop that, jiggle that, fat, and don't stop, get it till your clothes get wet. I will tell you that right now, there are a million black girls just waiting to see someone who looks like them.
0: Alright, welcome back. Those were two tracks from Bud Orange's album, Freetown Sound, from 2016. The first one, By Ourselves, featuring the poet Ashley Hayes. And the second one was Best To You, uh, featuring Empress Of. So, just amazing stuff. I just loved the first song, um, or kind of like in-between track, intro track to the album just the idea of like Missy Elliott and like pop culture icons and I remember (laughs) when I was younger I had like terrible sleeping patterns like I'd be up till 4 a.m and I'd always watch like MTV and they'd have those music video loops all the time and my my era was more of like Moulin Rouge Christina Aguilera videos or like AFI uh, like My Chemical Romance like it got to that level you know like later on um but I I just love the idea of uh kind of like idolizing these cultural icons that come into our lives through media or through tv shows music all that stuff but um you know i feel like in our youth at least maybe it's just a generational thing but like you always want to be that person or you want to be in that style of music like i used to want to be lizzie mcguire like hardcore because we got the lizzie mcguire show uh on new year's and like i just wanted to be her everything about her was like pure and like wholesome um but as you grow up like you find these things that you cherish and you like move on like when she says like i did not grow up to be you, but I grew up to be me, and be in love with who I am, and, um, just that idea of representation is, I don't know, it's amazing, it's, like, made me tear up a bunch on the train, in the plane, all that, (laughs) so, yeah, just amazing stuff, it was cool, kind of, being around, I spent most of my time, well, practically all of it in Brooklyn, um, different boroughs and stuff and there's a lot of uh, collaboration with people and supportiveness where there's no money everyone's just on the grind and doing things just because they want to and they want to support other people and their friends and I like that I like that a lot yet at the same time I couldn't help uh, <laughs> something like Carrie Bradshaw. I couldn't help but wonder. Um, <laughs> I couldn't help but think of how fucked up New York is like, how strange and haunted, and like everywhere I went, it didn't seem like home, you know. And granted, you know, I was like a tourist essentially, like coming in and vibing it out, but all of it feels so like temporary and um you know we could talk about like gentrification and all that and it was weird like in some parts when I was in Williamsburg like I'd go home or go to my friend's place on the L there wasn't a person who was over 30 on it and then going on a different train to Crown Heights and it was completely different it just felt like there wasn't really a space for me there or for people like me um and that wasn't like a bad thing either you know it was interesting i was talking to my friend lucy who i went to initially go see for one of her shows that she's putting on um and i asked her like why do people like come to new york what is it about you know there's trash there's hardly any trees cockroaches rats you name it but um I don't know, we kind of like talked about this concept of people from small towns coming to New York and even just living and surviving and being in New York is an accomplishment in itself. Like getting up in the morning and figuring out where you have to go is a logistical battlefield and that is something that is like noteworthy and important I feel for like growing and I could totally see, like, if anybody were to live there for over a year, like, they might not be a true New Yorker, but, uh, it would, like, change you. You could, like, take on anything if you could just figure it out and, like, be active for a year. So, it was, I don't know. It's just strange how, like, you can be in these historic row houses that I've seen, you know, decades and decades of, people living in there and so many memories probably are like embedded in the walls and everything's a little bit run down or you can be in like this warehouse lofted building where you can like stand on the rooftop and like look at the cityscape and see all the graffiti everywhere and there's like a house or like warehouse party happening down the block like it's just insane it's so overwhelming but I don't know it just made me have like a really strong love for my friends who went out there um because it is like living your life on uh i don't know steroids sounds dumb but it's just like 10 times harder and uh, more demanding i guess than being in other places and challenging i guess that's the word and um I don't know it also just reminded me of like how strong my friendships were with these people who have moved away, and it kind of I met them at a time in my life when I was younger, I was in college and I was just figuring things out and they were the ones who kind of uh like let me follow them around and explore all these like things and exp- you know <laughs> i don't know different situations and it was really cool and uh I think I forget how much I miss them sometimes, and I don't know, I was talking to Lucy about that, and she's like, yeah, these are like waves, like you might have friends, you know, where you are now, and they might be the same, like us, and it'll just be like you're just in a dry spell, Um, but at the same time, it's, it's something to note that throughout everything, we've still connected and been there for each other, so... I'm not sure if this is too personal or if this is, like, relatable or interesting at all, but I'm just going here, so. I'm gonna play another tune. We're gonna get a little funky, so, uh, get ready for that. This is Bessie Banks, and I have no idea where this song came from, but I favorited it a while ago in some haze, and, uh, it's called Don't You Worry, Baby, The Best Is Yet To Come. Enjoy. Sorry to cut you off bit funk there, but, uh, that was Bessie Banks with Don't You Worry Baby, the best is yet to come. A nice hot track I found, and I have no idea what it's all about, so you do the Google search if you want to get into that, because I tried and did not find a lot. So, yeah. Super good, though. It reminds me of Lucy and, like, my friends out there. It'd be a good time. Mm. so yeah interesting trip overall um i don't know something about just getting by and doing what you're doing and also making you know time and making like a conscious effort to not only work on yourself but on your projects uh it just felt very like genuine to me and um I don't know there's a lot of stuff like going through my head about when I was there or when I was just traveling in general like my gender my ethnicity socioeconomic level like all that stuff naturally you know that always comes into play but um I don't know it's also just strange how like I don't know I was away and I had my phone obviously and I was getting emails about these like opportunities popping up back where I live before in Minneapolis and I couldn't do it because I was away um but then other things start coming up in the future that like I kind of forgot about and it like kind of crushed me last year because one of the things didn't work out but they were contacting me again asking if I wanted to do it so I was like oh shit you know things are happening but um I don't know airports are so stressful and weird i haven't flown in years and before that i hadn't flown in like seven years um i'm not very worldly but <laughs> i don't know the tsa oh it's scary you know you gotta get in there you gotta take off your shoes in one bin liquids in the other that was the worst and i was like at LaGuardia airport and this old dude just you know like old people have like papery skin like that's like the right adjective <laughs> and um he like got a small cut and he was just like gushing blood and he was like asking people for band-aids and stuff and like i had a band-aid in my bag because i cut my pinky making a uh, apple crisp with my sister <laughs> but uh they were just like tiny little band-aids and he's kind of a dick to me but I gave him my band-aids so yeah flying is weird I like I love that initial oh it's like this perfect high like when the plane starts going off uh or going up I guess that's the better way of phrasing it and um some people are like low-key freaking out or like closing their eyes and like kids are like screaming and uh yeah I love that it's a good rush it's also interesting just to see like the atmosphere like above the cloud level and to realize like oh yeah like the sun really is out like all year long but like in winter we just have clouds and shit and like snow and it's more terrible so i've like slowly been coming to terms with the seasons as they come and go but i don't know the one thing about coming back was like so i'm from minneapolis and it's a city a small city but you know we do it good here um but it's interesting just like how many things i took for granted here like we have a a lot of good tax work going on like our roads are really nice compared to boston and new york city and there are like trees and we have lakes in the city and like i can actually see fall color here and it's not 80 degrees and like gnarly in the subway heat you know so there are things, like, I appreciated and also I just love, like, driving in my car, like, on the open road. I just, like, it's a terrible, like, American, like, human right, but I also, like, fuck with it so hard. Like, I just love being able to, like, play my music and go where I want to go and just have that accessibility that's, like, pretty important to me. So, I don't know i used to think like that i didn't really have any culture which is like still pretty much true but like i don't really have very super strong ties to like my family and my heritage and whatever you know like i'm just middle america here but um it was weird like being at the airport and seeing where everybody was going you know uh It was so strange like you had florida people they were wearing sandals and like french tip manicure toe whatever the hell eating a tuna sandwich this is not a judgment by the way this is just an observation or people going to like omaha nebraska and um you could kind of like clearly see oh baltimore like that was a huge standout boston people like that i don't know it kind of i it kind of became clear to me that i am very much like a product of where i live and the state i'm from and i always wanted to be like Helen Hunt from Twister so i hope i'm kind of in that realm but uh yeah it just kind of was funny at the end of the day i was like yeah you know what i do have like these strong roots and um it's pretty clear to me what i like and what i consider to be um home so I'm gonna play the last song for you this is johnny cash with teenage queen i uh, heard the song i think it was in the credits of drop dead gorgeous if anyone has ever seen that it's like a cult mockumentary film with kirsten Dunst, when like she was really little before bring it on um around like the virgin suicides era and it has like kirstie alley in it denise richards like Brittany murphy so many great people And um, it's about this beauty queen pageant in Rosemount, Minnesota. And yeah, I think they played this in the credits. And it's pretty classic. Gotta love it. So here we go. Love you guys. And thanks for listening.
2: There's a story in our town of the prettiest girl around. Golden hair and eyes of blue How those eyes could flash with you How those eyes could flash you Boys hung around her by the store, But she loved the boy next door Who worked at the candy store on, dream on, teenage queen Prettiest girl we've ever seen She was tops in all they said It never once went to her head She had everything it seemed not a careless teenage queen. Not a careless teenage queen. Other boys could offer more, but she loved the boy next door who worked at the candy store. off, teenage queen, you
3: should be a movie
2: queen. He would marry her next spring, save his money, bought a ring. Then one day a movie scout came to town to take her out. Came to town to take her out. Hollywood put off her So she left the boy next door Working at the candy store Dream on, dream on, teenage queen See you on the movie screen Very soon she was a star Pretty house and shiny car Swimming pool and a fence around But she missed her old hometown But she missed her old hometown All the world was at her door All except the boy at the candy store, dream on, dream on, teenage queen, saddest girl we've
3: ever seen,
2: then one day the teenage star sold her house and all her cars, gave up all her wealth and fame, left it all and caught a train, left it all and caught a train, do I have to tell you more, she came back to the boy next door, who worked at the candy
3: store. Now the story has some more, you'll hear it all at the candy store.